you wish you could hear God's voice? Are you struggling to find stillness in the busyness of mom life? Is being present daily and sometimes moment by moment a battle for you? Welcome home, sister. This is Unabridged Faith. Aloha, my name is Paige Amber Bacani. I am a lover of Jesus, wife, mama, and mentor. After living by my own strength for years, I finally gave up and took a chance on Him. The simplest way to describe what the Lord has done in my life is that I was one way, and now I am completely different. I want that for you. My mission is to journey alongside you as we openly grow in our faith by being present with God's Word, practicing prayer, pursuing fellowship, and sharing powerful testimonies. If you want to learn how to invite God's peace into your heart, motherhood, and mind, I know this podcast will speak to you. Slip on your shoes, strap on your little ones, and let's go for a walk. We have a date with the Lord. All my love, your sister, Paige. Aloha and Happy New Year. Our baby girl is here. She was born on November 3rd at 11.50 a.m. and she was 7 pounds, 7 ounces, which is really neat. God's perfect number times 2. And somewhat surprising because Jacob was 6 pounds, 10 ounces at birth. However, we did make it to 41 weeks with Graceland, which was absolutely amazing. And that is her name, Gracelyn Joy Hope Bacani. And I'll get into that more, how we trusted and discerned that that is the Lord's name for her as this episode goes on. But I want to share my birth story with you guys today because I love hearing birth stories. And as you are my audience, I would assume that we are somewhat similar in that way. And yeah, I'm excited. So on... November 1st, for probably about a month actually, I had been getting some pretty intense Braxton Hicks contractions, which is something I also never had with Jacob. So that was interesting and kept getting me really excited thinking that she was going to come sooner than she was. (laughs) But on November 1st, And second, they started getting really, really strong. I could tell that my body was so ready. It just hadn't completely tipped yet. So I had talked to my midwife and I started trying a couple different things. I tried acupuncture. I went to the chiropractor. I was doing a bunch of stretching. I had continued stretching throughout my entire pregnancy, praise God. But I was doing a couple new positions that I hadn't previously done. And all of it was continuing to prepare my body. I could feel that, but it still wasn't ready to completely go into labor. So on November 2nd, I went in to see my midwife and we talked about all the different options that she had for me. And after prayer, lots of prayer, and talking with Evan and just discerning what was the healthiest, safest, most empowering route for us and our family and this baby girl to come into the world safely. We chose to have my membranes stripped on the evening of November 2nd. And one of the midwives explained it as if there's a birth cup and everything that we do, like acupuncture or chiropractor 
or just your body preparing by itself every Braxton Hicks it all is filling up this cup until the point where it tips and your water actually breaks or you actually begin going into labor and for whatever reason my cup just was not ready to tip yet and so sometimes stripping the membranes is what actually gets your cup to tip so I decided okay let's try this and if nothing happens overnight which i was so hoping that it would then we'll go in on the morning of november 3rd and have my water broke again in hopes of tipping this cup completely over and going into labor so all night i was so excited i had got my membranes stripped i went and got acupuncture and i came home and i was having really really intense contractions as i had been for the past couple days but then as soon as i went to sleep they ended up going away and everyone says, if it's really labor, you're not going to be able to go to sleep. They're not going to go away when you fall asleep. And I woke up, I was a little bit sad, a little bit disappointed, to be honest, because with Jacob, if you guys have been around and you heard his birth story, we were induced and used Pitocin. And I didn't know what I didn't know at that point. And I am beyond grateful for the wisdom I have been blessed to gain since then. And that I realized it is okay to say no, because I said no a lot this time around. Praise God. So yes, I was really hoping for my water to break and me getting to experience some contractions at home and the excitement of rushing to the hospital and all of these little things that I've kind of been primed in movies to see and expect. However, that's not how Graceland's birth went and that's completely okay because it was absolutely beautiful just as Jacob's was. So I do talk about having more wisdom than I did with Jacob, but we still had an incredible birth with him regardless of what I didn't know. Praise the Lord, because I did know to be praying and I prayed and prayed and prayed and he answered every prayer. Side note, my sister, as you guys also know, we were pregnant at the same time. One of the main prayers that I was praying is that she would get the same nurse that I got with Jacob and I was able to be her birth doula and Sue is the nurse's name, was on shift for the exact time that Macy was in labor and delivering. She is phasing out into retirement, so she's dropped a lot of shifts, but she just happened to be there that day. Praise God! I actually ended up going to a different hospital this time, so I didn't have Sue, unfortunately, but my nurse and midwife were absolutely amazing. But that is a praise I want to share with you guys. Macy had Amaya, her daughter, six weeks before I had Graceland, so that has been really, really sweet too. Okay, back on subject. We showed up at the hospital. I don't even remember. It was pretty early in the morning. Evan is really good at remembering all the times. We showed up, we did all the paperwork, we're so excited. My mom came over to wait for Jacob to wake up and Evan and I started, like I said, just all the paperwork and getting to know the nurse and seeing my midwife and she came in and she ended up breaking my water and my body started doing exactly what it needed to do right away. And a couple of things that I did differently for this birth, well, there's a lot, and this is a very capsule story of my birth, but I'm trying to remember all the things I always wish that I would have recorded and written it down sooner. 
but I'm just so focused on all the newborn cuddles and loves and it's worth it. However, when I go back and try to remember, it's sad because I'm sure I'm forgetting details. But a couple of the things I did differently this time, besides going with a midwife and being at a different hospital and saying no to plenty of things, including Pitocin, I had a birth photographer, which was absolutely amazing. We had done family pictures with her. It was a gift for our baby shower and loved her. It was so natural, so fun. And at the end of our session, she said that birth photography is something she's been really interested in, but she hasn't felt completely comfortable with the family to approach them yet and that she wanted to do it for us as a gift if we would accept. I prayed a lot about it because with Jacob's birth, it was only Evan, Jacob, and I through labor, delivery, and afterwards. I didn't have anyone come up to the hospital. And I was really hoping for the same thing with Graceland, but I felt a lot of peace about having her be in the room with us. So she did, and it was absolutely beautiful. Another thing we did differently is Evan brought the ukulele and we worshiped throughout the whole labor up until the point where I was delivering. That was so amazing. It made such a difference. Jacob was there, which is really exciting. My mom had stayed at home with him until he woke up while Evan and I went to the hospital, like I said. And I really, really wanted Jacob to be there the whole time because Holy Spirit truly transforms you in that room when you are laboring and delivering. You are not the same when you leave. At least I am not the same person. And I really wanted Jacob to be a part of that transformation. However, as I said, we were worshiping. Jacob was there. We were all singing and playing and having a good time. The contractions are coming. They're getting a little bit stronger, but it's not super intense yet. And we went on a walk in the hallway so Jacob could do some coloring. And on the way back, I had a really intense contraction and I ended up going down on the ground just to almost curl up and let my body feel it and release it and then continue walking to the room. And then once we got to the room, they kept coming a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger, quicker and quicker. And there was one time when I had went to the bathroom and I had gotten off the toilet, but ended up right onto my knees in a contraction. And Jacob came up and I could tell he just had a worried look on his face and he grabbed my hand or my face in his little hands and he was saying, mama, woo okay, woo okay, here, stand up. And he was trying to like pull me up and he was giving me kisses. And if you have ever experienced an intense contraction before, you do not want to be touched. You don't want to be talked to. You don't want to answer any questions. And so this was the point where I knew, I, I looked at my mom and I said, okay, I think it's time for him to go home and take a nap, which again, I was a little bit disappointed because it had gone against my plan. But praise God, I had prayed and I really went into it with open hands saying, this is my desire. However, your plans are better than mine. And so Jacob went home and I was able to completely release. There was a part of me, especially I realized during that contraction that was almost holding back, allowing my body to do exactly what it needed to do because I didn't want Jacob to be scared or I didn't want him to worry about me. And as soon as he left, it just, the contractions kept coming stronger and stronger. And I 
completely let my body do and act and sound the way that it needed to. And it was so freeing. With Jacob, I was completely silent almost the whole labor, the whole delivery until right at the end when I was pushing, I ended up making like this deep primal moan that I had never heard myself make before. And get this, this is just how much I didn't know. I ended up apologizing. I said, I am so sorry. I didn't think I was going to make any sounds as if it was a bad thing. And it absolutely is not. So this time I was singing in the beginning. And as they got more intense, Evan kept playing the ukulele and it was so beautiful. I wasn't even doing it intentionally, but my moans with each contraction were almost on key and like within the melody of whatever Evan, whatever worship and praise song Evan was playing. It was so beautiful. It felt so freeing. It felt so empowering. And it was actually funny too, because my midwife came in and there was three other women that she was having deliver on the same exact day. So that was interesting. And one of them must have been able to hear us praising and then hearing me start moaning and they were worried. They were sound, they were saying that I sounded like I was in a lot of pain and they were hoping I was okay. And she just said that she reported back to them that I was having an absolutely beautiful labor and allowing my body to do as it needed. So that was encouraging. And I hope that that mom was also encouraged to just let go and let her body make whatever sound it wanted to make or none at all. And yes, that was one of the main things that I did differently that I feel super proud and empowered of that I, I wasn't afraid this time. I let the voice and the sounds that the Lord has placed within me to come out during this intense time of release. I'm releasing an entire baby from my body. Yes, as you can tell, that was a really important piece of it to me. So coming to the end, they had broke my water and within three hours she was here. Praise God. So my labor and deliveries are getting shorter and shorter. Jacob's was pretty short too. Again, the numbers, Evan is way better. I can't remember, but I'm sure I said it in the previous episode when I talked about it. So she was here within three hours. One of the last contractions that I did, I stayed upright the whole time. I used the BOSU ball a lot. That was actually really, really helpful for me to bounce on and just move around and make sure that my hips were able to keep opening and I was leaning against the bed a lot. And then I was trying to get on the ground into hands and knees and that was my biggest contraction up until that point and I knew okay she's coming very very soon so I was trying to be in the cat cow position for her to come I had had a friend that had tried that and it worked really really well for her I got in that position I was like "Uh uh-uh this is not working so I hurry up and found a different one I had gotten back up onto the bed in a squatting position and I used the back of the bed almost as counter pressure so that I could still be sitting upright and pushing against something and squat at the same time. And last time I did not listen to Sue, my nurse. She had told me to slow down as I was pushing. And as soon as I saw Jacob's head, I was like, I am not slowing down right now. I am pushing this baby out. I am so excited to see him and I am so ready to be done feeling like this. And I paid for it because I tore. And this time my midwife was telling me to slow down, let her come as she was ready to come and not any quicker. And again, with the moaning, it was amazing. Like each time I released one of those sounds, I could truly feel her moving down. 
my birth canal. I could feel almost where she was within my body. And that's something that I wasn't aware of with Jacob. I think because the Pitocin was so intense and the contractions were so intense, I would say they were just as strong this time, but I had peace in between them, if that makes sense, which is something I didn't have with Jacob. And so, yeah, I could almost palpate her in my body. It was as if my voice was moving her down, like inviting her to be born, if I can explain it in that way. And so once I got up on the bed, Evan stopped playing the music because he was hoping to be able to deliver her which is such a gift. He got his EMT certification, which I've talked about, and is now going through paramedic school. And my midwife was totally open to him doing it, which was incredible. And again, I used the mirror, my favorite thing ever. I thought it was so strange the first time when I was asked to use a mirror, and I am so grateful that I used it with Jacob and again with Gracelyn. It's so encouraging when you are in so much pain and your body is working so diligently and you finally see their head it just it's amazing it gives you so much peace it it's that extra empowerment that you need that extra energy to be able to continue on right at the moment when your mind is trying to tell you this is too much i can't do it it helps you know you can and so i was at that moment and my midwife was telling me to take deep breaths and let her come down as she pleased and i chose to obey I chose to listen and I let my body feel all of the pain and all of the tension in everything that I hadn't felt with Jacob. They talk about the ring of fire and I now understand why they call it that. I felt like she was sitting in my cervix for the longest time. My contractions had been coming way faster and all of a sudden they just decided to pretty much not stop, but it felt like she was there forever. I was taking really deep breaths. I was trying to be as peaceful as possible, but also wanting her to be here. And my next contraction came and I was so excited. I think I only pushed maybe two or three times with Gracelyn and she came out and Evan was able to catch her and she came on my chest right away. And just like Jacob, she was hungry. They both started breastfeeding almost right out of the womb, which was so amazing. Another thing I did differently this time is I made sure to tell them I do not want anyone touching my baby besides me when she comes out. I don't want her to be rubbed down. I don't want a hat put on her. I want her against my skin and I would love warm blankets to be put on top of her to keep that body warmth because I know that is an important part of it. And they respected all of my wishes. And I also did a very delayed cord clamping, which was incredible. And I took my placenta home this time. I'm giving you guys the full view of all of it. I haven't done anything with my placenta yet. It's intimidating if I'm being honest. But I don't know. There's just something about them taking an organ that God grew in me for my baby and doing I don't know what with it. So I have it in my freezer. <laughs> and maybe I'll use it. Maybe I won't. Maybe it will end up just being buried. I, I really don't know, but I was really thankful and grateful for that decision and that my midwife and my husband supported me in that. So back to Graceland breastfeeding, total champ, so in love with her. She's absolutely beautiful. They waited so long to warm her and weigh her and all the things. And when they did, she was seven, seven. 
Again, we are so grateful. God's perfect number twice. And then right afterwards, I surprised myself again. I told you the first time I was very much just wanting it to be Evan, me, and our baby. And right away, I was asking Evan, did you tell my mom that she's here? And so my mom came back up and Jacob came back up and Macy and Amaya, my younger sister and my niece were actually with them too. So they came up and I just had so much joy. I wanted everyone to see her. I wanted everyone to be there. We were taking pictures and videos and praising God and sharing the story. And Jacob really didn't care too much about Graceland. My mom had gotten him a dinosaur while I was in labor and he was so in love with it and so excited to show it to me. Um, the only comment he pretty much had about her was that he wanted her head to be covered up because he didn't like her wet hair. I don't know why he still doesn't. Whenever I take a shower with her or anything afterwards, he asks me to dry her hair. So I don't know what it is about that, but it's really funny. Maybe it's because it's so dark and curly. I, I don't know. He just, he doesn't like the way it looks on her head, <laughs> but he is now absolutely in love with her as we all are. And my body felt so strong afterwards. I had so much energy. The nurses kept asking me, do you want to sit down? Are you feeling okay? Are you getting lightheaded? Don't overdo it. Saying, I'm just not used to seeing a mom standing up right away and being as animated as you are. And there's no other response besides the Lord's blessing over us and our labor, our delivery, our baby. I am so grateful. And yeah, another neat God thing that came out of it was before my contraction started really coming, we had a phlebotomist come in and her, she had a tattoo and I noticed it and I felt a prompting from Holy Spirit to ask her about it, just engage in conversation. And so I did, and it was a four, four, four. And she said, yeah, I really feel, she didn't use the word God, but I knew that that's who she was alluding to. She just said, I really feel like he's protected me a lot of my life. And this tattoo is a remembrance of that because the number 444 stands for protection. I connected with her, told her that was so amazing to hear and that I felt that God's hand of protection had been over my life, my whole life as well. And that was that. So how that connects is once you move from the labor and delivery room to the postpartum side, you get a whole new room and our room I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Evan and I are optimists and we will make it work, whatever the circumstances are. But we were put into this really tiny, really dingy. It was just not a room that I was kind of looking forward to being in for the first two days with my baby because those days are so special to me. And we kind of looked at each other. We just, we had the same feeling of, hmm... This is interesting, not what we thought, because none of the pictures from the hospital looked like this. It was, it was just very, very interesting. And even the nurse, I could tell, was kind of sad to put us in that room. I don't know. It was, it was very, very interesting is all I can say about the moment. Like we couldn't all fit into the room at the same time because the hallway was so small. So we had to kind of like position ourselves around the room in a really strange way and praise God, the bed was broken. So we switched rooms almost immediately. God's hand was all over that. Like I said, Evan and I, we would have made it work. We would have loved on our baby. It would have been amazing. We would have made it be amazing, but God was so gracious to us. And guess what the room number was of the room that we were put into? 444. 
Holy Spirit is so amazing, so loving, so humorous, right? Like how funny is that? And so inviting, right? That prompting that I felt to ask her about her tattoo, that was an invitation. I didn't have to take it. And had I not taken it, it would have still been amazing that we got a new room, right? But I wouldn't have known the significance behind 444. He was just continuing to remind me, my hand is over your family. My hand is over your new daughter. My hand of protection is on you and around you and over you and for you. And Evan didn't even realize it. I had connected the dots for him because I don't know if he was really listening when I talked to her either. He was being a saint and playing music for me and serenading me and our new daughter when I was going through labor. So yeah, that was absolutely amazing. And then skipping, I'm sure, so many details. The best way I can describe it is just a little slice of heaven on earth. My mom kept Jacob for those two nights, which was actually really hard for me. Those were the first two nights I have ever been away from Jacob, but he did not care at all. He was having the best time of his life with my mom. He was actually kind of upset when we got home because he didn't want Nana to leave. So that made my heart feel really good, actually, that he had so much fun while we were gone and that he wasn't sad or feeling left out or anything like that. But yes, so we were still in the hospital. We're about to leave after our amazing two days, just being fully immersed in being new parents of two, being parents to a baby girl, which I did not know how to feel about in the beginning, as you guys heard when we got our ultrasound and we had to pick her name. And I was pretty sure that the name that God gave me was Gracelyn Joy Hope Bacani. And Evan just had reservations about having two middle names. He just kept asking, are you sure? Are you sure? And I kept telling him, I think I am. Just like I mentioned about Jacob Joshua Bacani, how God picked his name and how at the end, (laughs) right, as we were supposed to sign the thing, the paper that says, okay, this is their official name. We sent it in as the birth certificate. The lady that was waiting for me to sign said, well, what do you think his name is supposed to be? And I said, I believe God named him Jacob Joshua Bacani, but unfortunately I'm still doubting. And she started laughing and said, well, my husband's name is Jacob and his brother's name is Joshua. So that's awesome. And at that moment I was so confident. I said, okay, give me the piece of paper. And I wrote his name down and signed it and sent it off. So I was hoping and praying for another moment like that. And I did. Joy kept coming up. Hope kept coming up. Rather, it was what I was reading or who I was talking to. And I felt very confident. But it was so interesting. It was spiritual warfare. And if I can put it in this way without you feeling like I'm over-spiritualizing the moment, it truly felt that there was a spiritual attack on Graceland and on her name and that the enemy wanted to plant doubt into our hearts and almost take something from her. Because Gracelyn Joy Hope Bacani is a very strong, full, complete, perfect name from the Lord. And it felt like he wanted to take either a piece of that, rather it was joy or hope from her. And yeah, we almost started coming up with other names like, oh, maybe we should keep hope and maybe that could be our next daughter's name or maybe it should just be joy or we just we started getting confused right and confusion does not come from the lord so that was my first telltale sign okay the enemy is trying to suggest something here and i want to seek the lord 
So we began praying. So they had called us and said, hey, you're about to be released. We need to know her name so that we can do this paperwork. Otherwise, we can't let you guys go. So we said, okay, can we have 10 more minutes and then we'll call you back. So we started praying and the nurse came, a nurse came into our room right away. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be our confirmation. And she's just like talking and talking and talking for 10 full minutes. And Evan and I are kind of looking at each other like, we really want to be praying right now. We really want this confirmation. And we didn't feel like anything was coming from her necessarily. So the phone rings again and they're like, okay, have you made your choice? And we said, can we please have a few more minutes? The nurse came in and talked to us and we didn't get a chance to even talk about it. And so the nurse left and Evan and I prayed and we decided it is Graceland Joy Hope Bacani. That is the name that the Lord gave me. That is the name that we are going to be confident and trust in. And I believe that we will get another name shortly after and we did which is really exciting and I'll keep praying about both of the names for our next boy and our next girl and I'm excited to share those with you guys when the time comes and actually the middle name that we have been given for our next girl did come in confirmation from the nurse so God is so good he he truly uses everything if our eyes and our hearts are open to receive him he is always speaking to us so Graceland Joy Hope Bacani is her name. I think I've read it off to you guys. I wish I had the notebook in front of me when I did a bunch of research and I was praying and journaling over it, what the fullness of her name means. And I want to try to say it right now, but I don't want to mess it up. But grace is God giving us which, that which we do not deserve right? And Lynn has to do with water and God's favor and a river of peace, all of these beautiful things, which our family loves the water coming from Hawaii. We are very excited to go back there someday. However, it's just not the season. And so Grace Lynn has a special peace because of God's grace, absolutely, but also that he was so gracious to intermingle water in there almost as a promise for us. And then joy, obviously, the joy of the Lord is our strength and hope. Hope comes from the Lord and only from the Lord. And Bakani, our last name actually means elder shepherd. And so she, which is gracious, somewhat with water and full of joy and hope as she is an elder shepherd to others. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. I know it is a big name and I am so excited to steward her and watch all that the Lord has planned for her and her life. And I feel so blessed to have a role in that. And I was actually just looking at her yesterday. I mean, every day. And I'm just thanking God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for a little girl. I didn't think that I wanted a little girl. I was worried about having a little girl. And there's a piece of me that still mourns our first little girl that I never got to meet. And I think my hesitation in having a little girl came from that hurt still a little bit, feeling like I never wanted to, to replace agape joy bacani because i never could again yeah joy that is another piece of where her middle name came from i've almost forgotten it's so sad i need to journal all of these little pieces because again god is speaking but it's up to us to remember right so lord please let me remember all of these sweet details and that was a big one that Agape Joy Bacani was our first baby girl we did not get to meet. And so Gracelyn Joy Hope Bacani 
is the fullness of our joy. She is actually here. God blessed us with another little girl and she will never replace her sister. Her sister will be waiting for us in heaven and I'm so excited to be reunited with her someday, but Graceland is such a joy to us right now. And yes, so I was looking at her the other day, thanking God that I had a baby girl and reflecting on how miserable and how sick I was and just relishing in the fact that I could be so to the point of being deathly sick and God was making something so absolutely perfect as Graceland inside of me. And I can't, I can't comprehend his ways. I can't comprehend the beauty that comes out of pain. Rather, it's being in the first trimester, the pain and just misery of being sick, but also the pain of labor and delivery. And they come out and they're so perfect and we're so in love with them. And yes, I love, love, love being her mommy and she encourages me so much every day already. She doesn't even do anything, right? She's just sleeping and eating and smiling and pooping and, and loving Jacob and Jacob loving her and Evan loving all of us. It's been a really amazing and hard transition. I'll talk more on the hard piece later, but right now I just I want to share this encouragement with you. I want to share this joy with you. I want to share this hope with you because Gracelyn is full of that and her story is full of that. And I am so thankful that I got to share that with you guys this morning. So please bear with me if that was a little scatterbrained. This is my first time recording since I think it was back in October and I have total newborn mom brain, even though she's two months now. And yes, just being a mom of two is something that you cannot be prepared for. And Jacob is also in his twos. He's about to turn three on January 12th. I'll talk about more about that later too, which I'm very excited about. But I, I know my brain is not as pristine and crystal clear as it was potentially before being a mom, but I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. I would never, ever, ever trade a clear mind for being a mama. And if you are a mama of one or two or 10, I'm sure you can relate with what I am saying right now. And one last thing that is coming to mind, again, the rabbit trails and all of the scatterbrainedness. She was seven, seven at birth. And when we went to her doctor's checkup, who that's another thing we did differently. We actually are going to a doctor in a different town than we did the first time because we believe that she really closely aligns with our values, our beliefs. She's a Christian and she's very, very, very honest about the vaccine schedule and what she would recommend and what she wouldn't recommend. So I am so grateful and blessed to have her. And she also allowed us to come in when we felt ready to bring Gracelyn in instead of when we are told to bring her in, I guess I would say. So I'm grateful for that. And when we did bring her in and they weighed her, she was again, exactly seven, seven. So the Lord is good. His perfect number four times in a row, four, 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 his perfect protection over our room, over her life, over our family. And I pray that over all of you listening, the whole body of Christ and I hope that this encouraged you. I hope this brought you joy. I hope this brought you hope. I hope this reminds you of the Lord's grace playing on all of the intricate parts of her name. And yes, I love you guys so much. I'm excited to get back to recording. 
the Lord has some incredible things in the works for this coming year that I'm also excited to share with you guys. And I'm just grateful that you guys continue to listen and continue to be led here by Holy Spirit, that he continues to transform you, not because of me, not because I am so consistent, because you guys know that I'm not, not because I have the perfect words, not because everything always makes sense and is in a clear line as you just heard but because he has a message that he has put in me and that is his good news that he came and he died and he rose again for us so that we can live life and live it to the fullest and he's showing me what it looks like to live life to the fullest and not only so that I can experience it but so that his whole body can experience it and you are a part of his body and I want to encourage you because motherhood can be hard we know it can but these moments these birth stories these times when you see your son just kissing your daughter and being so so gentle it's these little shining slivers of joy that we need to hold on to and we need to share with each other and we need to relish in because it's way too easy for the darkness to roll in and to try to make every day feel the same and make us feel like what we're doing doesn't matter but that's not true and I want to pull you out of that because I have sweet friends that pull me out of that and my time with the Lord pulls me out of that. So that is what I hope that this birth story did for you guys today. I love you so much. I am so excited to talk to you guys soon. And I hope that you are having a very, very happy new year so far. And that the Lord is encouraging you as to what he has for you. I love you so much once again. Mwah. Okay, this is like the bloopers at the end of any show that you've ever watched because I keep remembering little things. I wanted to mention Life-Giving Linen. It is a company that is right here in Nebraska. They are Christians and it is a family-run small business. They are absolutely amazing. We bought three receiving blankets from them that are 100% organic linen and I wrapped Graceland in them right away from our time in the hospital and a neat little thing that I wanted to share about that as well was she had her vitals taken as she was born all of the things and then the same exact nurse came and took her vitals again that evening they do it multiple times I'm sure that you know if you have had a baby and so they were taking her into the nursery they were going to do a couple tests and whatnot and I wanted to go with them so I did and she took her vitals and she said I can almost promise you that they were the exact same as they were when she was born and she was just so bewildered how healthy and how incredible how incredibly stable Graceland's body already was and I had mentioned that I had been wrapping her in linen from the time that she was born and all of the health benefits that come from linen as a fabric in and of itself that God has gifted to us and she was totally blown away. She had never heard of the health benefits of linen and she was excited to look into it. So I also wanted to mention it to you guys because this linen blanket has been such a blessing to us. My niece, Amaya, that I've talked about, she also ended up having a herniated belly button. So I gave one of the blankets to my sister to wrap her in and she's healing and it's incredible. So don't don't take my word for it. Try it out for yourself and see if it blesses you as much as it has blessed us. So, okay, I am actually done now. Mom brain is shutting off, switching gears so I can upload this and have you guys hear it. I love you so much. Mwah. Aloha, sweet sister. 
I am eager to connect and hear how the Lord spoke to you through today's episode, or maybe even throughout the week, because I trust that He did. I wanna ask you to pause and help me with a quick favor. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, please take a moment and share how through leaving a heartfelt review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other women, like us, find unabridged faith. Your kind words fill my heart with so much joy, and I have hope that your review also encourages others. If you are ready to go all in with your faith, please email me at unabridgedfaith at gmail.com so we can stay in touch. And come join our community of faith-filled women at facebook.com slash unabridgedfaith. I trust that the Lord will continue to use this podcast to draw us nearer to His heart. And I pray for a week full of intention and connection as we grow in unabridged faith. In Jesus' name, amen.